guys, and welcome to Witching and Bitching the podcast. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm Vicky. How are you all today? Hope you guys are doing fantastic. So, yeah. um, uh, yeah, so it's a topic of conversation that we're going to be talking about today. It's something that came up. We spoke about it with uh, Fiona Horn, who was, if you listen, if you listened to last week's episode, we actually talked about Fiona's coming out story because she was a very out there public witch. Um, and then I also spoke to some guys online. So shout out to everyone in the Australian Witchcraft group on Facebook for all of your amazing stories. Um, but we wanted to get on here and talk about what it means to be coming out of the broom closet, so to speak. So um, do you want to start us off and, and let's explore that a little bit. Let's unpack that. Yes. Yeah, so we're kind of thinking like, why come out? So what's what sort of what, why? What's the reason for people to come out or what's not the reason to come out, I guess, is where we're going to go as well. But I wonder, is it a little bit of asserting yourself, uh, your identity a little bit, I think, like owning that identity and owning that thing as a witch? Um, Did you come out necessarily publicly? I know we touched on it a little bit in our first episode, but I wondered what kind of reasons did you feel like coming out? So, uh, wait, we're talking about the broom closet, right? <laughs> broom closet, yes. I'm Just joking. the broom closet today. <laughs> funny, funny we're talking about this because uh, for those that weren't aware, like last week we spoke about this book by Fiona Hall, which is called Pop Goes the Witch. And when I was doing my research and just reviewing the book, I was talking to Vicky oh. about the fact that I have in the book, there's still a bookmark, which isn't actually a bookmark. It's a card called The Hanged Man. So which for those that have studied tarot, you know, it's all about like um, looking at things from a new perspective and all that kind of stuff. And funnily enough, the article that I bookmarked with that was an article that is called, uh, where's the name of it actually? Coming Out of Two Closets, The Path of the Gay Witch by Christopher Penchak. <laughs> so that's why it's a bit of a funny joke. I looked down, it was sitting right next to me. And uh, yeah, so I've had to come out of the closet multiple times. Yes, not just the broom. <laughs> not just the broom closet, every closet. <laughs> but anyway, so if I bring it back to the question, sorry about that. Um, so coming out of the broom closet was an interesting one for me because having come from a very Catholic family, I've shared this a little bit on my Facebook, but I've also talked about it previously, coming from a very devout Christian family, I definitely got the feeling that it was a bit of a no-no, a bit of a no-go yeah, yeah. zone. However, if you talk to, because half of my family is Australian with Indigenous ancestry, if you go right back. Yeah. Um, the other half is Eastern European. So for those that know a bit about Eastern European culture, like they were pagans for many, 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 many centuries before the rise of Christianity. So my, if you look at the people in my family, my grandmother, who's a Pisces, this is important, which I'll explain later, and my uncle, who's also a Pisces, um, they both believe in, you know, other things that aren't explainable by yep. science. Yes. My grandma used to do a little, what I would deem as folk magic. Yeah, she'd put like, a little bit woo-woo. Yeah, she'd put like brooms in funny places and, and you know, she'd put certain herbs in her cooking, which doesn't necessarily add flavor or good flavor. It was just herbs that she put into her cooking. And she'd always do these little things and she'd always be chanting. Like she used to do embroidery and she'd sit there chanting to herself. Yeah. But I never knew what she was talking like about. Like I didn't understand the words because I was very young. But anyway, so she's always been open to it. Whereas my grandfather, who I'm pretty sure was an Aquarius, and my mum, who's a Gemini, both air signs, highly critical, like logic, yeah, reason. Logic people. 
all that kind of stuff. For them, they were like, nah, not, didn't want a bar of it. On the flip side, you had my dad who's a devout Catholic, <laughs> never yeah. took a cross off. Yeah. So for me, I always thought that coming out of the broom closet would be something that wouldn't be well received by them necessarily. Mm -hmm. I tested the waters with my uncle because he's yeah. into this stuff and I kind of I would talk very casually to my grandma about it like and we'd use the Hungarian term for which which is um Bosorkan I'm pretty Ooh. sure that's the word Bosorkan um or the Serbian word which is uh Vjeshtica or Vjeshtica which is like <laughs> refers to which um yeah. Yeah. and we'd always talk in those terms but Grandma would always just tell me these funny stories, like, oh, I'm going off, off topic, I realized. Let me reel it back in, guys. <laughs> See, this is the thing. We love to talk in tangents because we could just talk for hours and hours and hours and keep going. Coming out. Yes, yeah, just out so. of the broom closet. So is it different, do you think? Because I know for a lot of, um, like you were mentioning in the Australian uh, witchcraft group, when we were reading a lot of them posts, that there was, for some people, it was sort of, you were out with some people and maybe others not so much. So like you were dipping your toes in with your uncle, like with your family, because a lot of people mm -hmm. said, yeah, my immediate family kind of knows, some friends, that seemed to be a common theme. Is that kind of similar for you? Okay, so reining it into this specific question. So <laughs> depending on the circle of friends that I was associating with, would you yes. tell me if I was out or if I was out, how much I was out? Yes. Whether you just sticking my toe out versus <laughs> Jumping out of the closet saying, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> my friends often joke that I had many phases. So they called them phases. They had, they said I had my uh, witch Yes. And my semi gothic phase where I was very yeah. evanescent. Um, yeah. And so, like, all my Me friends. Too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure almost every witch was into it. Yeah, probably did, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, so having like those kind of phases as they called them, like, I wouldn't even call them phases because they were to certain groups of people I would yeah. assert myself as a witch. That's right. When I was around like the Eastern Europeans, I would kind of tread lightly because yes. it's not something you talk about. Um, yeah, so it was kind of an interesting one. And even in the workplace, like some workplaces I was very much like, I remember when I used to work as a, in a call center, whenever Halloween came around, I would literally deck out my desk with like my cauldron, my tarot cards, everything. Everyone thought I was just buying Halloween decorations because it was Halloween, like, no, um, but it was actually like real tools. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. Um, whereas other workplaces that I was in, like when I worked in um, for things like government, like yeah, and that's no, no. I was very much in the broom closet then. Um, yeah. And I think I've only really started to come back out again, like in a very public way, mm. in the last say twelve months, because I have left the corporate world completely. I work for myself. I'm a business owner. Um, and so I don't answer to anyone. I don't have to adhere to any kind of corporate like rules or not that you can discriminate against someone based on their religious beliefs. But no, but it it still can be uncomfortable. But it's a thing, though, isn't it? Because I'm a bit the same. Like I, when you have that kind of corporate world, once I kind of left all of that, and now I'm sort of I'm doing yoga studios and things like. Even though I had a little bit of apprehension still about it. Um, it's only now that it starts to come out when you move away from that kind of corporate government kind of world. So I guess there's kind of like two different areas depending on what you do. 100%. As to whether you come out or not. And it's like some people even to this day, they only really know me as an out witch on Facebook. Yes. Because I post 
about everything. This podcast, I post about my tarot course, everything on Facebook. Whereas it's not like I'm going to walk down the street, which is actually a common thing that people in the Australian witchcraft group were saying. It's not like I'm going to walk down the street, say hi to someone on the street and say, hi, I'm a witch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Great. Good for you. Good for you. Awesome. <laughs> um, and so I think so, even some people misunderstood my question when I was asking, like, you know, are you out? Are you not out? Because for some people, it's a non-issue because yeah, they've grown up in a household which was very supportive or they were very witchy themselves or whatever. Um, whereas for other people, they're just like, I was just me and I didn't have to assert it. I didn't have to tell anyone. People just know by looking at me. Yeah. Um, but So I guess it's kind of, I can see their point, but at the same time, I'm like, I guess my question was more about like, if you were to be asked, if yes. someone straight out said, Vicky, are you a witch? That's right. Would, would you, you feel 100% comfortable 100% of the time saying yes? You know, even just then, when you said that, even though I know you weren't actually necessarily directing it at me, there was still that little bit that went <gasps> in, like inside that just had that little bit of like, little bit of, oh, do I say it? Do I not say it? I mean, for God's sakes, we're on witching and bitching. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, sometimes I think it's a little bit of an ingrained kind of thing because I used to say, that was kind of my, my thing of, why I'm not necessarily out everywhere is that I would say, oh, well, I don't, it's nobody else's business. I don't need to mm -hmm. um, like prove it to anybody or anything like that. But when I actually really sat with that and, um, and it's probably only really more recently that I realized I actually used, I used to hide behind that because I was actually just scared of what, how people would react mm -hmm. if I answered, if I said, yeah, hi, I'm a witch, walk in. <laughs> It's so funny you should say that because like working, because my day job is obviously as a life coach and a health coach yes. and so many people when I'm talking to them about, you know, when people come and see a life coach, so a lot of people are like, oh, what is a life coach? Well, to me, a life coach is really just someone who helps you remove obstacles mm. so you can be your the best version of yourself that you can imagine because yes. I believe that if you can imagine it, then you can create it. Yes. It starts with imagination and leads to creation, which is the basis of all spells, the basis of everything yes. you can create. You know, it's, it's literally just, for me, a life coach really just, I'm a witch, but with a life coach hat on. Yes, you know that's what I mean? It. Yeah, um, and that's what it is. And then everyone always talks about, like, you know, a lot of reasons why people don't assert themselves is they have that fear of rejection or yes. that fear of ridicule or that fear of, you know, what are people going to think of me? Mm. And then it keeps them so closed off. And it's, it's like, I'm not necessarily the poster boy for everyone should yell it from the rooftops. No, definitely not. There's definitely, from someone who is living a more out lifestyle, um, it's definitely very liberating to kind of just own yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm running around to everyone and flaunting it in their faces, but no, now but... I can literally just walk down the street in a top that has tarot <laughs> life on it. Um, and I don't second guess it. Or oh, I can walk down the street with a big ass pentagram on me and not second guess it. Yeah. And it is, it's about, I guess, there's something, because otherwise there is this always this part of us that we do keep hidden, always. And there's something so freeing and so beautiful about just being able to be who you, who you are fully and completely. But then I guess that also leads us a little bit to reasons apart from, um, like rejection and things like that of why you wouldn't come out of the closet i guess there's also so from my point of view there was also apart from jobs and things there was because i have a daughter and mm. 
I didn't want my beliefs or other people's opinions or perspectives on my beliefs to in any way impact her. So <laughs> I'll tell you a little story. <laughs> I know the story. I know the story, but I want you to share. Yes, to hear this little story. Well, because I've always, I'm very open um, about who I am at home and with her and, and everything. Um, and I think that'll be probably a topic for another episode about family Absolutely and right. raising children and things like yeah. that. How, how does that kind of all go? Um, so I've always been very open, but she can always choose what she wants to do. So from very little, we have done healing chants and things like that when she's hurt herself. So she goes to school, reception, so she's five, comes home to me, guess what, mummy? I healed somebody today. I'm like, what? So apparently one of her little friends, <laughs> one of her little friends had fallen over. And so over she goes, does our little healing chant with her hands over the ankle or wherever it was, giving <laughs> this little girl some energy healing and singing this healing chant, which mind you is actually a healing chant that I use and it's in Vivian Crowley's book. So it's quite, it's not like a lovey, lovey little healing chart either. Like there's bones to bones, sinew to sinew and all of this stuff in there. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's got the whole thing in there. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, part of me, the witch part of me was going, yeah, well done, baby. But the mum part of me was like, oh my God, she's doing it. What are they going to say? What's going to happen? You have all these little five-year-old, wait, how old is she, five? No. Yeah, she was five then, yeah. She was yeah, you're going to have all these five-year-olds running around with pitchforks going, burn the witch. I know. <laughs> so that was when I thought, oh no. I started to have a little bit of a thought of really think about how I, what my beliefs and things are and, and we so kind of if I, talk. if I'm to probe on that a little bit, just yeah, yeah, go going there, so let's go there. Yeah, why not? So what, what is it that you're scared of? What do you think will happen to her if people know? I don't want her to lose friends or <laughs> um, parents of her friends. That's really all it is, is that I'm just scared. I don't want her to lose friends or to be um, ridiculed or anything like that. You, you know, it's, it's funny you should say this because like, I'm thinking of this just obviously because I've come out of multiple closets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You just randomly spot it, come, like, come to my head because we're thinking the same thing of like when our kids grow up and we have to tell them like when they go to school that for some families to have two daddies is going to be weird. Yes. And we like, so it's yeah. funny that we can overlay the witchy side of things as well as the gay side of things. Like, I can almost see such a synergy between the two. Um, and I guess if we even take it back to the root of all of that, like, I can't wait for the day when people don't have to come out. Yeah, you know, that's it. Like, it is a non-issue. But it's just, a, it's just, we're all, we've all got different things. We all, everybody's happy and that's what it is. I think it, it all boils down to, I guess, whatever closet, whatever something that you're scared of to come out of, it all bases in fear of being persecuted and um, rejected, I guess. And yeah, so it's all very, very, very similar. And I guess and now she just kind of does her own thing and which we had a discussion about I just sort of told her not everybody believes the same as us and we don't want to push our beliefs on anybody else just like we don't want anybody pushing them on our us kind of thing yeah. so I said like, maybe just 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 be a little bit more careful <laughs> and then in the beautiful innocence of a five-year-old but she's like but she was hurt and I wanted to help her and I'm like you know what baby you just go do that that's fine <laughs> It's actually funny what you just said reminding me of two things. So first one of those, oh God, now I hope I haven't forgotten it. Oh, literally, it's just went out of my head. I had it and then I let it go. Where did it go? 
It was one of them was about, oh. No, one of them's gone. It's obviously not that important. But the second one of those points was exactly what you had just said, which is about the fact that it's, oh, no, I remember it now. Okay, so ah, this one, go. the first one we're not going to dive into because we're going to leave that for a future episode. But it was basically, yes. it's funny that all of us as witches, we have this hang up about the word witch. Yes. Because of the fact that, you know, for centuries we were persecuted, we were hung, we yeah. were burned, we all these things happen to our people if you go yeah. back generationally. And I believe that as modern day witches that we carry some of that burden of the burning times and you know, because yeah. I'm I'm a person who believes that, you know, you can serve multiple lifetimes on this planet. So I guarantee that all of us that call ourselves witches these days have been burnt at the stake spiritually at some point or another. Yeah. Um, you know, time is a linear it's a human construct yeah let's go into that yeah we'll do that another time but yeah but that was the first thing i wanted to say like we do have this generational or this you know yeah you know what i mean yeah it's like that lineage trauma kind of thing that's coming through because it really is because when i think about like I, i like i said i touched on it in our first episode that even when i was putting up about our podcast i'm like Wow, that's actually the first time I've actually used the W word <laughs> on my Facebook what, page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, everybody knows that one. It's fine. <laughs> oh, by the way, to our North American listeners. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, us Australians, we have potty mouth. <laughs> yes, we do. You will we hear the word fuck and bitch and wanker and shit. <laughs> you will hear them. We will, we'll try you to will hear them. those. We'll we try do. to refrain from the other word, but anyway. Yes, yes, we will keep that. But but when you when you think like everybody I knew always kind of knew me as I guess as spiritual. I was into crystals, always into like new agey stuff and pagan or whatever. So it really isn't necessarily a shock, but it's just when you actually physically put that word on there, that label, it's like as if it suddenly changes everything. So it's, it's funny that you say that because I. Okay, I'll just I'll call it what it is. I saw okay. an interview with Fiona Horn and it was on Gaia. I love Gaia TV. So if anyone has Gaia TV, she's on there a lot. Anyway, so, uh, well, not a lot, but there's a few episodes, different yeah. people have interviewed her. And when I saw this bag that she has, and it's literally just this little backpack and it has the words witch in big silver letters that like, you know, on whatever. So, so I'm like, I want that bag. And so yeah. I found it and it's on the way. I found <laughs> someone who was selling one. She said she'd use it four times. coming out of the broom closet so to speak like I always struggled with how am I going to do that and like oh it <laughs> can't believe I'm about to do this but like a Casey Chambers song comes to mind but I've slightly changed the words so I'm going to give it my best rendition and I apologize I'm not really singing guys this is just me being funny but it's like <laughs> am I not witchy enough is my cauldron broken and then I don't know what to say after that like <laughs> That's brilliant, I love it. <laughs> it's like, am I too outspoken? Yeah, that's perfect. Because yeah. it's like, you know, when you wear, when you assert yes. yourself as a witch, we go through phases. Like I went, the, when I first started to really come out of the broom closet, I was like wearing a lot of black and yeah. like, even had eyeliner on and like my hair was jet black. And I was, my witch phase and my goth phase kind of overlapped a little. Yeah, it kind of come, they often kind of overlap a little bit sometimes. Like, and the whole listening to Evanescence and all that kind of <laughs> grungy, heavy, but gothic yeah. and operatic 
haunting kind of sound. Yes, yes, because so many of my favorite singers to this day have very haunting voices. Like, yep. oh, you and I both have a love for Ivor, don't we? Yes, yes, yeah. we do. If you guys don't know Ivor, she's a Faroese singer. So it's E I V O R, but the O has a diagonal slanted line through it. Um, but yeah, so if you type in even without the line, it'll still come up in Google. But yeah, yeah look up Ivor. She's amazing. She sings in English and she sings in uh, Faroese and Icelandic. So yeah. amazing. Haunting voice with cool, trippy little, almost dark music. Yeah, it is. For those that are watching on YouTube, I'm like doing these little yeah. cool Yeah, <laughs> we've got the, the hands. The hands, woo! <laughs> I digress, I digress. But yeah, so it's like, sometimes it's like when you come out of the broom closet and you say I'm a witch, like even just that, like thinking, am I witchy enough to call myself yeah. a witch? Because yeah. for years, I would never cast a spell and I would never call cast a circle and all this because I thought, I don't know enough. I'm, I'm not, I, I can't call myself a witch yet because I haven't learned enough. I haven't read enough books. I haven't done enough spells. I haven't, you know what I mean? And then it's always, now, I haven't done enough. It's always yeah. never enough. And if we no. really sit back and unpack it, it's never ever enough. <laughs> no, it'll never be enough. It'll never be enough. Yeah, but so it's, it's because being a witch isn't something that you have to tick a certain number of boxes to submit your application and get a stamp of approval from the witches council that's right <laughs> like oh, you well. either are or you're not <laughs> that's it and and even even i guess we could i mean i don't want to go down this road because that's a whole nother topic we could bring yeah. up but like even like what we call a witch other people call other things that's right that's like, exactly it some people just call themselves like new age spiritualists other people say like I don't know, I'm trying to think spiritual I mean, there's even just people or... who uh, are, say, psychics or mediums or things like that that call themselves those. I mean, under a lot of definitions of witch, that is a witch. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, it, it really does boil down to the individual person. And I think I struggled with that for a long time as well when I came out of our coven because then I was sort of like, am I a witch anymore? Because I was kind of interested in shamanism and I was interested in other kind of avenues now. And I'm like, oh, is what I do witchy enough? Or am I witchy enough? Am and I it is, even to go on group. <laughs> That's all I'm going to be singing now every time it comes to my mind. <laughs> my God. Okay, here's a challenge to all our listeners. I want to see your best, I don't know, what, TikTok? Is that what the kids are doing yeah. these days? of That's your rendition of Am I Not Pretty Enough by Casey Chambers, but change the words to something witchy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please, let's do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. But um, what is it? That, we can start our own hashtag, Am I Not Witchy Enough? <laughs> well, even, okay, so this is a topic of conversation we're gonna have to bring up another day as well, because yes. I don't want us to keep going off on tangents, but no, even the word witchy. I yes. know the word witchy can actually trigger a lot of witches. Because Correct. they think that, you know, it's like, ooh, it's something witchy. Like, you know, whereas, and so I know I've had I've had some people in the community that have not vilified me, but they just got triggered, I'll say, using a yeah. coaching term. They got triggered by the word witchy because for the same reason that you wouldn't call someone Christian-y or buddhist -y. And I'm like, but I'm not describing you as being witchy. I'm saying the things are witchy, but you are a witch. <laughs> like, yes. I differentiate the two. Um, like, yeah, but yeah. but that's what it is. There is even just within the community as well, not just external people worrying about whether we're going to be rejected that way. I think sometimes mm -hmm. it's also a fear of them being rejected within the actual 
community or the people the, the people that you're trying to look for looking for that belonging 100% well because that's exactly what it is like we, when we were unpacking it off air yeah. before like we were even talking about the fact that you know there is that asserting your identity and all that kind of stuff yes. and then there's that hang up about the label like because some people don't like the word witch because it's been vilified by Hollywood and you know everyone when you say witch yeah. people think of like an a haggard woman with a big nose with warts all over her face stealing yeah. children and you know chucking them in the oven the gingerbread house yeah all right. of those sorts of things Every and i mean you think about fairy tales like they're always the baddies in the fairy tales wow well, i mean we could go down a whole tangent of patriarchal society and its vilification yeah. of any goddess where that with. all kind of came from yeah but that's a whole nother topic that of conversation a whole other topic but um but like i guess in the end of the day like we're all just looking for that sense of belonging so i know okay. some witches um actually some people who are going to be guest appearing on our show in the future um, like Tommy Starchild and also uh, David Shorey. So they wear many labels. They have many hats that they wear because for them, there's so much synergy between a Druid and a Fae initiate and a brotherhood of the unknown path, or unnamed path, sorry, um, and a witch and a healer and a shaman. Like to them, they're all synonyms. Yep. Um, whereas to some people, they're very different things and people like to say, well, no, you're either a witch or a shaman. Well, who says? Because yeah. I mean, one of my favorite authors, um, Christopher Pentrick, wrote an entire book on um, the Temple of Shamanic Witchcraft. Yeah. Because there's an overlay between them. That's it. There's, and that's the thing. When you when you go back, I know we're going a little bit, but like when you go back through all of the, through history and through cultural things, like there's similarities between everything, but it's just a different name that was given in a different region or a different area. And a lot of the practices are actually very similar. Yeah. Like for, for me, all of them boil down to we are people that practice a tradition based on nature, yep. not worship, but we praise and yeah. honor, honor, I guess. Yep. Honor or hold nature as sacred. Yeah, we hold nature as sacred and we honor it through our practice by acknowledging the seasons and the moon cycles and the planets and all of that kind of stuff. But in the end of the day, we're all one and the same and we're one huge community. And that's why it's so interesting that like, I've even seen, cause since doing this podcast, I've thought, oh my God, when I first came out of the closet, there was no such thing as Facebook. No. <laughs> so now that there is like, there's all these like hashtags and there's all these groups that you can go into on Facebook and I've joined so many of them. And that's why I shouted out before to Australian Witchcraft, which one of the groups I joined. Um, but even with that, it's like, I almost feel like I have to not prove myself but in a sense i do i was about to say i think it really is you kind I, of feel like you have to prove it's like oh i've been a witch for 20 years and then like that's why i did a little intro video so i, I you know i got so many people like commenting on it and stuff because i thought i'm going to do things my own i'm not going to do a little post and make people read people read enough during the day so i did a little <laughs> intro video saying who i was like you know what i do um and all that kind of stuff and just saying like this is me just being me hopefully it resonates and the amount of people saying oh my god i really love your energy this that the other i'm not putting tickets on myself i'm just paraphrasing what they say um, <laughs> sure 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 but it's like it was that even though i put it out there not looking for that acceptance but when i got it it felt so nice yeah yeah like, just finally get that recognition or acceptance from this big community and it spans across you know, the whole globe, like one of the groups, I mean, I can't remember what it's called, that's got a very long title, but it's basically all psychics, healers, witches, da da da, from the whole globe. Yeah. Um, and even them, like I've had all these face, uh, Facebook friend requests and stuff coming through. Mm. And it's like that, that, like now I'm like, 
geez, if only I would have come out of the closet and being a public witch sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're just looking to fit in. <laughs> I know, that's it. And I mean, I know is like some of the definitions, some of the technical definitions of a witch is, is somebody who is on um, the fringe of society or not a part of the flock. But like you said, though, we are still human and we are all looking for that, searching for that belonging or longing to find your tribe or for want of a better word i know that's a very trendy thing to say find <laughs> your tribe yeah but find your tribe let's Whatever. use it it's, it's useful it's i mean fine. it's a little bit it's a little bit of a basic witch term if you it ask is. me it is when i say basic witch i mean basic bitch but i'm just joking yes that's right <laughs> i actually like that like now i've started a little trend where if i like i i call it out to myself i'm like i'm being such a like when i do a hashtag blessed i'm like i'm such a basic witch <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, hashtag blessed. And I'm joking. <laughs> you use the phrase hashtag blessed. I'm not taking a piss. I'm joking. No, no, no. No. I'm, I'm putting that joke on myself. Because us as Australians, we like to we you laugh great. at yourself first. Yes. <laughs> Always. Yeah. That's um, it. But it's actually funny you say that. Because like, I know that we talk about the witchy, the woo-woo, the weird and wonderful. One of the, whilst she's not technically classed as a woo-woo writer, but yeah. to many spiritualists and new age people, like Brene Brown is one of the people. Yeah. Leading and yeah. pioneering like because she comes from a research background so she's a researcher yeah. and she talks about like forgiveness and courage and belonging and she said that that's the fundamental thing that us as humans want the most is to belong yeah um and then that's why we kind of transform ourselves and even fiona mentioned that on last week's episode where she talks about that us as witches it's in her definition and i don't remember the exact words i'll paraphrase it was something along the lines of a witch is someone who goes through um and they transform themselves like it's like this kind of going through like multiple stages of transformation you keep yep. transforming yourself Constantly. and rising from the ashes and da 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 like it's this continuum of transformation yep. and change but then you help that transformation and change reach the world around you yeah yeah no that's what she was saying and and willing instead of um asserting our will it's willing so that we're kind of ex extending that out to the world yeah as well it's actually um so one other thing i wanted to touch on today and uh, we won't go too deep into the topic um because we don't want to waffle on forever because we could we, we could we, we really we could, could. <laughs> um, but so it's actually funny that recently when talking about this whole coming up thing and whatever else like yeah i've had even my husband has questioned my sense of self because i've gone through phases quote unquote yes. i'm doing the little <laughs> rabbit ear marks um where I've gone through an uber like asserting my orthodoxy because I'm tech I'm baptized Serbian orthodox yeah um but then I go through a witch phase and then I go back into the orthodox phase and then the witch phase and then the orthodox phase and then the witch phase oh. and it's like and, and even that I'm in this constant flux of where do I sit and it's only recently since doing the work to yeah. bring this podcast with you that yeah. I've really started to unpack that and it's like I keep thinking of that old El Paso ad about the hard and soft tacos. Why not both? <laughs> you've got that image in your head now, don't you? Hey, now, all of our listeners, all of our <laughs> listeners, if you Google, go to YouTube and, and then look up, <laughs> I say if you Google, if you search for, um, yeah. why not both old El Paso, you'll yeah. see there's a little girl and they're talking about hard, they're debating hard shells and soft shells. And they're like, we want hard shells. No, soft shells. No, hard shells. No, no. Why not both? <laughs> Exactly. Why not both? And if you look, uh, for those watching on YouTube, so I've got on my necklace, I'm wearing 
a triquatra, which is the triplicity of the goddess in many ways, but it's also, funnily enough, the triquatra is also the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. If you look yes. up Celtic practices, yeah, um, there's the Om. I've got my black tourmaline for protection, and then on the other necklace, which is underneath my T-shirt, <laughs> I have my Serbian coat of arms because that's uh, it's a symbol of orthodoxy in many ways, um, and then my cross. So I still, even as a witch, I still wear a cross. And you want to know the funniest thing? So my cross is gold because gold is more associated with the god. And yep. my triquatra is silver because it's yeah, silver. The, goddess. the goddess. So for many years I struggled. I'm like, does that mean I can't wear my cross ever again? But it's like, no, I just see that as my, that's my god masculine, divine masculine energy. And yep. the silver that I wear is my feminine energy. But then someone once asked me so why do you always tuck your cross into your t-shirt i was about to ask you that there <laughs> because i literally vicky's watching me on video yeah, that's right. into my t-shirt and i guess for me it's um oh god now i'm gonna unpack this on live on air okay why do i tuck it in i guess for me it's like i'm asserting myself to the world as being someone who you know i practice in the, the feminine like, I mean, I'm gay, but not all gays are feminine, but I do <laughs> assert my divine feminine in many ways. Like I teach belly dance and, you know, I'm very much an effeminate guy and, and I don't yeah. believe in like that we should have to conform to gender norms, you know, all that stuff. No, that's sorry, that's no. a whole nother topic. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm asserting the fact that, you know, goddess of worship and I assert myself as a witch and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the orthodoxy, I did that not for self-expression that wasn't like, cause my being a yeah. witch is all about expressing myself to the world and projecting myself to the world. But when I converted to orthodoxy, that was something that was very personal to me and very sacred to me. And we could do a whole episode just on that journey, but that's, so I kind of keep that to my heart. Like, yeah. so I wear that oh, under my clothing okay. and it's, that's, I keep to me, that's you mine. Did. Yeah, that's yours. Cause like when I go to, even when I, st cause I still go to church for certain specific events um, and like that's a personal thing. No one else in my family is orthodox. Yeah. So I, that's my personal journey. But then also no one else in my family is a witch. <laughs> I was just about to say, so how do you, yeah, I was gonna say reconcile the two because I mean, technically nobody else is a witch either. So that yeah. is a personal journey too. I almost think that that could be an entire episode. To yeah, I think we've just opened one, a new episode we could. Well, we could because there's actually a lot of people, like even just when I did that post in the Australian Witchcraft group about, and yes, I've plugged them multiple times. So if you're not a member and you're from Australia and you're a witch, yeah, Australian Witchcraft on Facebook, <laughs> they're a great tribe, community, whatever you want to call them. Um, place. Yeah, the place that you can belong, that everyone can belong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so even in there, like a lot of people in there were talking up, there were people who would say, I came from a Christian background or a Catholic background or whatever, and therefore I couldn't come out. And there are others that said, I have a very Catholic family, but I, they all knew that I was the black sheep in the family. So yeah. they just accepted it and it was a non-issue. So it's like, there's this, also this hang up that people think that by asserting yourself as one, you have to, is the word denounce? No. I was about to say, yeah, denounce the other. Denounce the other, but yeah. why not both? Yeah. <laughs> all Paso, why not both? Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Anyways, I'm never going like, to look at tacos the same now. I'll be yeah, like, wow. Now you're going to look at it and go, why not both? That's right. Why not both? This is a much greater issue than hard or soft tacos. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, so I feel like we've got quite a few 
uh, extra episodes out of this. We one do. Episode. We've got quite, we've pulled out quite a few just from this one topic. So you guys will have to stay tuned for future yes. episodes where we're going to dissect this topic a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but for the topic of are you out of the broom closet? I'm pretty sure we've covered we off all our main points. Yeah, I think we did. I guess the only other thing that I that we didn't touch on is that whole thing of community and being solitary. Yeah. Okay, let's go a little bit over time for today, just a little bit, yeah, only because I want to, only because I want to kind of touch on it because. I'm interested to know because you've been in a coven yes and so you very much had that sense of community physically physical proximity you were there with them practicing with them but then you left the coven to be a solitary witch yes so has has that or did that or you know change your level of coming outedness <laughs> i'm making up new words here people coming out i love it we have a whole new vocabulary now <laughs> vocabulary. vocabulary. See, a podcast is not complete without me stumbling over some kind of word. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it did. It definitely did because, like, especially in a covenant, and when we were with it, it was very much like they are like a family, like it's a spiritual family. So I guess you always knew then that there was others like you yeah you weren't alone so if you were i guess attacked or something or rejected for it or whatever you had people to come back to mm -hmm. so there was always that there is that sense of family i guess um but then being solitary but then i guess also though with um coven and even just like families in normal um just in everyday life um there is differences and there's differences of opinion and now being outside of that covenant has actually allowed me to explore further and expand where I kind of want to go where my practice wants to go but yeah. it did definitely give me that sense of community like because it was it was a physical community we met all the time and you always had people um, to confide in as well like, like we were saying earlier that where there's that little part of you with other people that you do I guess you kind of hide like it is the one place where you can for me, I felt like it was the one place I could completely be who I who I was. I mean, this is probably going down, opening up a Pandora's box, but could you be completely you? Or on the common, do you have to adhere to other rules that- That's right, yeah. And yeah. there is, it's that perception, I guess, of being able to express that side of me that I don't normally get to express, but yeah, I mean, I've never been in the coven. I've only ever been solitary. But from what I've heard, there's obviously there's pros and cons of both. Yeah, definitely. There definitely you have rules you have to follow, regulations you can't speak out of turn. Da 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 da. Like it's very yeah, organised. Yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah, there's sort of that hierarchy and and all of that sort of thing. And and we were a lineage based, so we were Alexandrian. Mm -hmm. So that also has its own set of practices and things like that as well. So that's what I said. Like it did kind of. I think sometimes we look we look back and you kind of um, what do you kind of romanticize everything a little bit extra where you say oh, I could be completely me and it was just wonderful but like everything it has two sides to it there yeah. is that two sides so but no it was nice to have that community so there is that is something I do I did really miss when I was um, solitary and then like even just us now we're catching up we're doing this all the time and things like that that has given me that sense of community where I'm not completely on my own and I hadn't realized in between that I had really missed that yeah 
Well, and that's that's funny you should say that because it's like only because you and I, like, I mean, for our listeners, like the way that Vicky and I met is that I yeah. actually recently did a tarot course with Vicky, and Vicky was yeah. one of my students. Students, students. I'm one of students. You're one of my students. Now I've got my full American. Um, anyway, so Vicky was one of my students in my tarot yeah. course, and then after she graduated, it's funny that we both we both had separate readings done by people, and both of us they talked about. I don't remember the combination of cards, but it was all about expressing your voice and about, you know, and the person who did a reading for you, shout out to Stacey if you're listening. Yes. Well, you do listen. Um, yes. Stacey did a reading for you, Vicky, and she said, I can see you on like a podcast or something. And that was unbeknownst to me. Yeah. And then you I just ran you saying, hey, I was thinking of doing this podcast. And you're like, oh my God, that was really cool. And then you kind of shared that thing about what yeah. Stacey said. I'm like, hey, why don't we do it together? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's literally where this came from. Yeah, and like it was so far off my radar too. Like not anything I was even thinking of. No, definitely not. And either was I. Literally just no. the spur of the moment thing that came up. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Let's do a podcast. Let's do it. Let's because do it. like we wanted to give like our community a voice, but in a different way. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not saying that we're that different to other podcasts, but I think I I definitely think that the way that we're approaching this, like I want us to be able to be that voice that says, hey, there's more than one way to be a witch. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, and definitely with like when we look at the upcoming episodes that we have into our future, we're going to be covering all kinds of stuff, people. Like, yes, we're going to give you the witchy stuff, meaning um, like, you know, talking about the cycles of the moon and, you know, the various different sabbats and espets and all of that. But then we're also going to cover things like uh, we're talking about past life regressions, past life meditations. We're going to be talking about uh, what else have we got on here? We've got some guest speakers that are coming in to talk about chakras and and uh, and how to create like modern day talismans. Like we've got one of our guests that we're interviewing next week, but that episode you'll have to wait a little bit for. Have to wait a little bit. You have to wait a little bit, but we're interviewing her next week. And she's created a whole series of like jewelry that is like modern day talismans that you can wear. So you can express yourself in a very subtle way. That's right. Because you're wearing a talisman, but it doesn't have to be this big Gothic looking pentagram that takes up your entire chest. Not dissing anyone that wears those. But no, no, that's right. For some people, that's too much for them. That's too out. And I was going to say, for me, even still now, that's possibly like a big giant one is probably still a little bit too much. I've got to dip, dip my toes. But then we're also going to be covering other things. Like we've got yeah. uh, an episode that we're going to be recording about like angel numbers and omens and signs, signs. and you know how spirit contacts you in many different ways. Yeah. Different. Um, yeah. So watch this space, people, because we are covering everything on this yeah. podcast. Um, so Vicky, how can they get in contact with us? The usual way, which is WAB the podcast. WAB. <laughs> WAB the podcast. Every time we say WAB, I think of like, Bugs Bunny. It's WAB. I know, it is. It's like WAB it, WAB it. WAB it, WAB it. W-A-B the podcast on uh, Facebook, Witchin' and Bitchin' on Instagram. We're live on Anchor with our podcast. You can also contact us by email, which is wab.thepod.podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> podcast. Um, I think you need to do this next time. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I'll be popping all of the links. I just like to put... He just that. likes to do it. Likes to do... <laughs> I'll put them in the actual podcast itself. So, um, so you'll be able to find us. We're on all of the major podcast networks, including Paranormal Podcasts. Yes. Um, so check us out and we will see yes. you guys next Thanks. week. Yay! Bye! Have a great Bye. week! Ciao, ciao.